Oh my gosh, is it time for another episode of Second Cup? You betcha! It's me, your host, Tim Heller. My guest today is Chad William Fisher. Chad is a submarine veteran turned voice actor based here in Texas and also has several really cool entrepreneurial ventures on the side. Top off your beverage, keep your eyes on the road, or just get comfy and enjoy this episode of Second Cup. And here's your guest joining late. Ah, it's all good. You have kids. That's a get-out-of-jail-free card. I figured it. I was texting, and I was like, ah. But, uh, yeah, you can see why I chose time management as a, a topic that <laughs> has lately been an, a, a trouble for me. It's all good, man. It's, I mean, this is the nice thing about this is that there are no rules and I get to make them all. <laughs> so, and like, and who's going to be the guy who's mad at their friend for taking care of their kids in the morning? Yeah. I mean, it was like, it was like seven, seven thirty was when I was actually dressed and I was like walking around. I was like, all right, good, good, good. And I was taking care of some stuff, feeding the dogs. And, and all of a sudden the kids get up and he's like, She's like, okay, uh, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll take care of that. And then I look at the time, and I'm like, shoot, haven't even started the coffee. <laughs> but it's seriously, man, it is, it is all good. We are already recording. We are here. We're ready. Cheers to you, and welcome to the show. Tell Tink. me, tell me about your cup and what you're drinking. Actually, I made this using a mocha pot, which uh, I just recently got into. Fancy fancy. Look at you. Yeah, they're awesome. It's 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 yeah. the closest way to make an espresso shot uh, without using an actual espresso machine, without actually having that amount of pressure behind it. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, actually, I've got really into uh, making my coffee over the last couple months because my father-in-law has a patent for a device called the Whistler's Friend. It's an attachment that goes into a whistling tea kettle, so you can like steam, you know, you can steam up some milk right on your stovetop. No way. And yeah, and on Saturdays, what I I, I I have a Pokemon online hobby shop. And, yeah, I want to uh, dig into it. You've got a lot going on, and I want to. I've I been selling that at the farmers market, so I figured I could also sell the Whistler's friend, and I could do like uh, uh, coffee demonstrations, and you know, I, I get like a half an hour out of every hour where I'm not doing anything. So I figured, you know, I'm like, hey, Pokemon's not your thing. Who wants a cup of coffee? And, yeah, know? and if Pokemon's not your thing, uh, then you need to you know look at your life, look, look at your choices. Yeah, it's the biggest brand on the planet right now. Literally, it's the rena- the Pokemon Renaissance is well upon us and is fascinating. I have not dived in, so I need to look at my life, look at my choices. But it's like, it's like it's, the stock market, you know, or, or the, the 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 national economy. It's just it does this a five year trend of up and down, you know. Yeah, yeah. Every five years, it gets a resurgence, a little a mini one. This one yeah. was huge, but yeah, this one's pretty pretty darn big. That the uh, probably getting close to a billion dollar resurgence, if not well past yeah. it already well chad i appreciate you joining this morning and 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 wanting to be a part of this i would love to just get a quick like cliff notes because you you've lived a lot of life you've experienced a lot of things and i would love to just oh, have you give a short intro to like who you are what you do uh which is i know is a lot and this is and that's part of the challenge and why i wanted to make this so such a small yeah. time window is because i have a, a tendency to ramble myself but Quick, like Cliff Notes, who you gotcha. are, what you do. Gotcha. Okay, so I don't know how I'm gonna do all that. Out. Nailed it. Uh, so crazy kid, loved everything. You know, we all say, "Oh, I wanted to do it as a kid." Yeah. Okay. So did everybody with voiceover, at least. Uh, I did announcing in high school, sports announcing. I moved on to radio after high school. Hit a brick wall because I was a high school graduate with no other degree, nothing like that. 
uh, and I was getting passed up by people with 20 years of experience in the industry uh, as far as broadcasting is concerned. So I did something for myself, for my future, and so I joined the Navy as a submariner. So I did submarines for six years uh, as a missile technician, and that brought me to Seattle, the, the Seattle area. Mm-hmm. And uh, before I got out, I started working at the shipyard as kind of like a temporary duty I met the people who worked at their media department, and I was like, hey, voiceover, cool. And I started doing voiceover for the uh, the safety videos at the shipyard, and all of a sudden I got referred to uh, – oh, my gosh. Uh, I can see your face in my name. Or I can see your face in my brain. Uh, the voice uh, – what's her name? Voice of the Oscars. I am drawing lady. a blank as well. Wonderful lady in The LA. voice of the Oscars. Oh my, oh, my gosh. I can't remember her name. I feel so bad. Uh, VO Mastery down in L.A. I got invited down there. They paid for my ticket. Uh, I had to pay for my fl- my flight, my my lodging. Uh, but I went to a, my first voiceover conference, like right after I got out of the military, and I was like, "This is a real thing. Holy cow! This isn't some kind of like you know what your parents tell you. You know, acting is a pipe dream. You know, it's never gonna happen." My mom didn't smoke that much, but <laughs> I was gonna say, "Wow, your parents really had the voice for the radio too." <laughs> uh, but then all of a sudden, boom, I just, you know, I got out of the military and I had a, a very wonderful supporting wife who was making more money cutting hair in a military town than I was making uh, in the military. In the military. Because you know, she, she got tips, she cut hair. There was there was Marines, Army, Air Force, Navy in our, in our area. It's a renewable, so renewable she, resource. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It is literally. Yeah, there you go. But uh, so she, she was like, yeah, I'll support you. Pursue your dreams. So she was awesome. She let me do it for a couple of years. And I was like, well... You know, when she, when we had our our, uh, our second kid, she was. I was like, "Do you want to go back to work, or do you want to be a stay-at-home mom?" I loved it, loved it up to her, and she didn't want to go back to work, and so I kind of picked everything up because I was, you know, it, it, it worked out. I found an area to do things, and uh, as time went on, you know, we all try to branch out into different things, and I started to branch out in the theater. I went to L.A. to go to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts to get a formal education as an actor, <clears throat> which led me more into theater, more into on-camera stuff. Uh, and that's just, you know, that's, that's led to where I am now, where I'm always trying to diversify what I'm doing, content creation. And I do, I have a Pokemon YouTube channel that led to me yeah. to starting my own online hobby shop because the market went crazy, uh, the last two years. And I figured, how do I get around scalpers? How do I get around low stock? And I'm like, well, I could easily just get it all wholesale, get my license, sell it all myself, you know, and sell the act. Because yeah. I, I met all the collectors in my local town since I already collect Pokemon, so I know who they are. I know they're mm-hmm. suffering from the same issues I am. So I'm like, hey, guys, I'm getting it wholesale. I'll sell it to you for MSRP or even lower because we're all buddies. You know, got to yeah. charge sales tax, though, because, you know, if you're watching, I'm, I, I, I follow the, the law. Yeah, but, tax code. Hello, IRS. But uh, <laughs> which isn't really too bad, you know, because Pokemon was flying off the market. But now this year. Uh, you got to be a little more tactful because people are jumping off the ship like the rats, you know, and they're they're liquidating and plummeting the prices online because they're trying to get out of the market or they're just, you know, trying to stay afloat. Lucky, luckily for me, uh, behind this curtain is just a crap load of Pokemon stuff, but I'm, I'm not too worried about how long this will sit, you know, because I don't have I don't have a lease to, to uh, a commercial. Yeah, lease to it's pay. all yours. It's I mean, yeah. so Chad. Something, I mean, we connected a while ago, like when I moved back to Texas and, um, and that was right around the same time that you started doing your renovation of your studio. Um, I'm oh, going to yeah. plug all of your, uh, YouTube and social oh. media channels in the intro or outro for this, but it's, it, for those of you listening, it is, 
an incredible space that Chad put together. And it is so cool and so custom, and it's built into the basement of his house. Um, detached garage. Oh, detached actually. garage. Sorry. Thank you for yeah. that addendum. Um, it's... It's it's awesome, and you've got a, a video walkthrough or, or photos of everything on your website or on one of my YouTube channels. Like I've got channels. a couple of videos, a couple of like, hey, come on in, you know, yeah, a couple of little walkthroughs. <laughs> hey, this is my crib. <laughs> it was a god. It was such a pain in the ass. I, I it was like a five month ordeal because I did it mostly by myself. I had an electrician mm-hmm. help me install a sub panel just because I wanted to make sure that that bigger distribution area was was up to code. Yeah, and then I had a contractor. Uh, fill in the spaces where the original three garage doors were. So it's a three-car garage, detached garage. It's pretty long. It's that's 30, amazing. Thirty-five feet that way, and it's it's a stu- it's a full-on production yeah. studio now, which is it's awesome. It's really really cool. Now, yeah, which I don't know why I have the green screen all the way here next to my uh, editing area. Yeah, it's all good. Oh, it's because it's yours. You can make it whatever you want. I was trying to stream, and I didn't want a whole <laughs> bunch of cords running all the way around the side. Because what I do, so, what I do when I do like YouTube stuff, that's that's that I edit, you know, in post. It's yeah. all on the other side of the studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you've got like three or four different stations in there. I love it. Yeah. Um. So we want to talk about mental health and time management today. I'm I'm gonna leave the ball in your court. Where do you want to dive in? Uh, oh, I don't we know. Can, I, let's start with let's start with time management because that's what we came in talking about. Um. I think, I think the biggest thing for me when it comes to time management is the fact that. I volunteer myself way too much for things. I am constantly mm. doing stuff like, 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 so right now what's on my plate in two weeks, I start college again. I'm going back to school to finish a business degree. Cause I've got so many credits from random things that I've done and I just want to get it finished, you know? And you don't have enough going on right now. So why not? Right? <sighs> and uh, so I'm starting <laughs> I'm, and I'm doing that because I want to upgrade myself with my, my, my business, my voiceover stuff primarily. Uh, I'm selling Pokemon on, on Saturdays. I, you know, spend about half an hour to an hour shipping out boxes every day. I do my auditions and, you know, five to 10 marketing calls and emails in the voiceover area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm involved in a, a theater production of the play Exit Pursued by a Bear. And I'm like the, the co-star role on that one. Uh, so you got a couple things. Yeah. And, so it's, and then family. And you feel like with kid, doing yeah. the, yeah, and having a wife and kids. <laughs> um, so with... Where do you feel like with time management? I know you said you're you're volunteering yourself for too many things, but where do you feel like that comes from? Where do you feel like the root of that is? Because oh, at least for probably. for me, it's like I, I used to be in the same boat of just saying yes to everything because I wanted to, and I feel like that's a big part of your twenties is is just saying yes because yeah, say yes to the, the experience. Dress. Yeah, <laughs> you got to say yes to the dress, and it's but it it also for me stemmed from like a people pleasing standpoint. And so I'm just curious where, where that, where you feel like that may come from for yourself. There, uh, yeah. Okay. There is a bit of a people pleaser thing. I like to make other, I like to, to, to do stuff, but I, for me, it's, I think it's the ADHD thing. I think it's, I constantly mm. have a million different interests. Like, like I'm also, I'm also trying to perfect, you know, the perfect cup of coffee so I can also sell coffee. You know, I'm thinking about, okay, do I want to open a physical brick and mortar with this stuff? And I'm like, no, not yet. No, there's no way. I don't have the time for that. Uh, And then also I'm just like, okay, my actors, my my special skills list as an actor, I spend two days at the skate park a week. Uh, I'm starting private coaching at a gymnastics place that my wife works at. Uh, uh, I'm just continuously 
I'm just so curious and interested in all these different things that I'm like, you know, when I was a kid, I, I always tell people when I was a kid, I remember specifically the first time I had to write about my future career, you know, when they mm -hmm. do that whole career days, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was just like, Ugh, like, what do I, I want to be when all. I grow up? I want to be everything. I want to yeah. be the astronaut. Like I want to be the, my, my, my goal actually, when I was a kid was to be a fighter pilot. And then, uh, you know, my dad was like, Oh, your vision isn't good enough, but fucking LASIK, <laughs> man, we got LASIK now. You know, you could do if, if you do good in school and they're like academically, this is a good, smart person who's motivated. Get them LASIK right now. Get them on the, you know, get them in the centrifuge. Like they don't care. Yeah. They just need motivated people who, who can do the job. But, uh, you know, and I've since met some pretty awesome, you know, people who are ex Top Gun pilots, test pilots, you know, show pilots like that would have been so cool. That's cool. But yeah. I just I I can never narrow down what I want to do, and it's probably the biggest existential dread I have is I am trying to do so many things. What if I'm never truly good at any of those things because I'm spreading myself so thin? Yeah. So I mean, so then you got to look at like paring it down, right? And I think that's also where. So, what you said about your ADHD and and that causing you to splinter out in so many different factions, I think that. That's also kind of a, at least from my perspective, an outsider's perspective, is that's also a superpower because it also triggers this entrepreneurial spirit in you that you're trying all these different things. And then when something takes off, then it's giving that positive reinforcement back to you saying, hey, yeah, no, this is actually a good thing for you to go try. Let's dig more. Let's dig deeper into this and get better and better and better. And so that's that could so true. be, I, I mean, do you feel, have you, have you ever felt that way about your ADHD and, and he, as as more of a superpower rather than a hindrance? I've never, I mean, let's, let, let's be honest. A lot of us, you know, it, it, it's cool to take that boost of like, yeah, I had a good success. I booked a good gig. Oh, I've got my first recurring client who's paying me like good money. And it's like, cool. All right. You know, but that wears off so quickly sometimes that it's like, it, it's hard to not see the things that are just like, what, what did I not do today? What did I fail on? You know, mm -hmm. it's hard. It's really hard to, to hold on to your victories because you know, the victories are 10%, you know, the, you may have 10% yeah, as victories, 20% yeah. as failures. And then, you know, 70% is just neutral, just, you know, non-successes, I'll call them. 100% learning and flying by the seat of your pants. Yeah. And, uh, but, but, you know, when I, when I think about it, that's a good point that I haven't really thought about too much is the fact that I keep trying so many different things. I'm finding where stuff is working because now that I've got like, you know, 10 plates spinning, I can be like, okay, what's making money for me? All right. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. There we go. All right. Let's, let's keep the money making spinning. Uh, because at the end of the day, like I hate, you know, you hate to say it, but it's like money controls the, 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 the world around us. And I've got, yeah. I've got a home that needs, you know, remodeling and repairing. I've got, you know, kids that need to have fun birthdays. I want to, I haven't gone on vacation somewhere with them in a couple weeks or a couple, couple years. You know, I want to, their birthdays are all in the same week of March. I have three girls, three daughters that wow. have the birthdays seven Excellent days apart from on each other. Part. Well done. Yeah. Good. Yeah. The first time it was, it was, it was a uh, oopsies. And the second time it was just like, let's see how good our, our accuracy is and it was like wow okay so but but it would be so nice to have that 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 one week be you know a uh, a universal studios trip in la or you know a florida yeah. trip to go see some of her family and then 
you know, go to Disney or something down there. Like that'd be so much fun to be able to plan these big things. So, you know, it's yeah. like, I have it'll, to focus. it'll all happen. It's all like, you know, I feel myself in this, in a similar phase just with Jess and I, and, and we just have a, a dog, but it's, um, you know, you're, you're very much in a building phase. And I feel like with a lot of entrepreneurs that I know and entrepreneurial artists is that we will sacrifice those vacations in order to be building something to set us up for the future. And that's something that I feel like, especially like I wanted for the longest time to just figure out how to, how to start a podcast or how to, how to create more and do more things. But it just took a, it took that time of, okay, first I, I have to make money because you do have <clears throat> bills to pay. So yeah. figure out what you can do that is fulfilling and not soul sucking enough to set yourself up to be creative full time whether that's a retail job or going into the Navy or whatever that may look like for you. But then once you get to the point where you can be like, okay, cool. I don't need that part of this anymore. Now I'm, I'm creative full-time building something. What else, what else can I build to, to create even more freedom so that we can go to universal, but so that we can do all these things. And, and Chad, with everything that you have going on, you can't, you can't not, just have one of these succeed like you're already succeeding in in several if not all of your endeavors yeah i mean i would say right now the two things because that's that's what i've been having to do the last few weeks is try to narrow things down like okay i made a commitment to this play but i'm not going to do the next one when it comes out which is going to be little shop of horrors and that was the first play i ever did and i was like oh i really want to do that i love musicals i love to sing uh but i'm like i can't I can't. I'm already going to be so overloaded because I'm starting school too. So I got to. I got to be. I. I got to make sure I. I, I have to rein in. You got to prioritize the, the energetic five year old in me. I have to rein him in. I'm like, no, no, we'll we'll, we'll come back to that later. You know, we, it'll be yep. there. It'll be there when you're done. Uh, it will. And, and then, if I can close this on on like a little bit of like a a tool that I used that I learned while I was working uh, for a, a big clothing retailer uh, and. It's something that I, when I'm in a similar place as you of like, I've got all these things that I want to do. I got to get them all done. I got to do them all right now. And they all have to be amazing. Is I, there's a chart of like, what is urgent and what is important? The X axis is, um, X axis is horizontal right there. So it's, uh, that's, uh, importance and urgency is the Y axis. And so if it's urgent and important, categorize it as like, that has to happen. Yeah. Tier one important, but not urgent. Knock it down the list, and if and you can just kind of categorize things into the four different areas of combinations of urgency and importance. It helps, at least it's helped me in uh, in prioritizing what I need to get done in one day and what I can actually let go of, or just wait until later. Especially when you have so much going on and you're and you're creating a lot, and it takes it's a different type of energy expenditure when you're creating stuff. But if I can leave us with that. And maybe, I mean, we barely scratched the surface on all of this. And yeah. I, I, I can't believe how fast 20 <laughs> minutes has flown by. And it's, uh, it, thank you for, for making the time. I know you, you, you're a busy, busy guy and get your family and, and it's summer too. So everybody's home still. And um, it's the one thing you always Chad, have to I, remember people. You always need to find time to, you know, squeeze 10, 20, 30 minutes in there for the people, you know, that can enrich your life. The people that can bring you back down to earth, the people that can, Remind you, you know, <laughs> of, of normality, <laughs> whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Well, Chad, I appreciate you, brother. Uh, this is not the, the last time that we'll be talking to each other on, on here, and, and hopefully we'll get a longer conversation in again soon. Absolutely. Cheers, Cheers man. There you go. Enjoy the rest of your day. Break Blink. legs with everything you got going on. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Second Cup featuring our special guest, Chad William Fisher. To keep up with everything Chad has going on in the VO world and his business ventures, follow him on social media and subscribe to his YouTube channels at Chatterbox VO, CBX Media, and Chatterbox Hobby. All of these are also included in the description to help you find him. This show is recorded and produced by Tim Heller Creative, LLC. If you're a small or large business and would like to sponsor the show, reach out to Tim at TimHellerCreative.com and we can have a little chat see if we're a good fit. Tune in next time for another incredible conversation and to learn something cool from a really awesome person.